Good morning! Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Thursday morning. Hope that you're glad to be alive, glad you got another day to serve the Lord. Thank God for His blessings. Thank God for another wonderful, beautiful day to serve Him. You know, it's hard to believe. A week from today is Thanksgiving. Turkey Day, Turkey Day, Turkey Day. I cannot wait. I greet it with great anticipation as my fat belly rolls up to the table. So, uh, <laughs> I cannot wait. Uh, so, hard to believe, guys and gals. It just seems like... Uh, uh, just uh, yesterday, it was July or June, you know, and here it is uh, already Thanksgiving upon us. So, Lord, we have watching this morning. Let's see, we got Darlene Parker, Tracy Little, Amy Oaks Turner, Kelly Janet Swift, Terry Hutchinson, Brandy Boyd Young, Jennifer Hunnicutt, Carolyn Kelly, Lee J. Gina Lynch. Thank you all, you cool cats and kittens, for tuning in this morning. All right, my friends, at this time, let's do our morning pledge of allegiance. Attention, salute, pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty for all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. All right, praise the Lord for those wonderful pledges. Good morning, Mike Hensley. Appreciate you turning, tuning in, young man. But uh, praise God that we do live in a wonderful country and the freedoms it holds. Hello, Michelle Fox Harris, the myth, the legend that is Miss Mousy. And, uh, you know, we just need to pray over this nation. Uh, it is uh, scary. The road that we're going down is going down the very same path as uh, so many other countries have in socialism and communism, and uh, it never, ever works. And I just don't understand why anybody would want to uh, want to do that. I don't get it, don't understand it, and never will. So I'm trying to get this microphone a little closer to my mouth here. I've heard uh, they said it was echoing last night, so I'm trying hard to keep it close to my mouth, see if that makes a difference or not. But anyway, let's go ahead and look at our verse of discussion this morning. We're looking at John chapter 14, verse 21. It says, Whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it, he it, he, <laughs> I'll get here in a second. He it is who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. All right, praise the Lord. Sorry for that little hiccup there. I uh, It's still early, and the brain is not functioning, and the tongue is not working quite as eloquently as I would desire. Well, you know, my friends, I, uh, you know, uh, Lord bless me to be able to have a uh, good education, and uh, praise God, I've never in a million years thought I would get one degree, much less four, and I have a, a huge library of, well, not huge, it's a decent-sized library. Compared to my dad's, it looks like a, a child's corner. But nonetheless, I have a lot of books. I remember in my doctoral studies, I had stacks of books to read. So I wanted to quote from one great theological uh, book uh, that I think will make a, a lot of sense what we're talking about today. Uh, it says uh, in this book, you, you may have actually heard about this book. I don't know, like I said, it's pretty deep stuff. Lucy says to Charlie Brown, <laughs> life is a mystery. Charlie Brown, do you know the answer? Charlie lifts his finger and pontificates. 
Be kind, don't smoke, be prompt, smile a lot, eat sensibly, avoid cavities, and mark your ballot carefully. Avoid too much sun, send overseas packages early, love all creatures above and below, ensure your belongings, and try to keep the ball low. And then uh, finally, Lucy says, hold real still because I want to hit you with a very sharp blow on the nose. <laughs> so... Uh, you know, I'll, I'll always say, hello, Rusty Boss. I like y'all like to hear some deep theological insight this morning in regards to what we're talking about. So, Charlie Brown and Lucy, you know, he she uh, asked a question and he seemed to give a very simplistic answer and it made her mad and she just wanted to uh, punch him in the nose. And uh, I miss the the Charlie Browns growing up uh, watching those some of those episodes. Sad we don't get to see those on TV like we used to. But uh, you know. That's one thing that we uh, have to look at in regards to this verse is, how can I know Christ more intimately? And when you look at this verse, uh, really, the answer is quite simplistic, is to uh, to obey his commands. And you may be thinking, well, well that just seems a little little easy. You know, it seems, you know, there should be more to it than that, you know, kind of attitude in regards to that. But, you know, one thing that we do when it comes to obedience, it demonstrates that love we have for Jesus Christ. Just like when I was telling you all about the, the young man that got uh, saved Sunday. You know, I told him, you know, it's just beyond just saying those words. We have to be obedient. We want to be obedient to the things of God. We just don't want to go out and do whatever it is we want to do. We want to do those things that are honoring and pleasing to him. And, you know, so that so we see that, you know, that that obedience, Obedience there, you know, we're not um, being legalistic, you know, we're not saying, you know, we're trying to add in to God's words. I see that's one problem with a lot of different churches and such. They think, or uh, beliefs out there, erroneous beliefs, they think that you have to have your hair cut above your ears and off the collar, and uh, you have to wear a shirt with a collar for the men and slacks, and the girls have to wear dresses. I know that because I went to Tri-City Christian School, and that's exactly what they made us do. So, but, uh, you know, there's some people who's got to, they want to add in uh, to what God's Word says. And nowhere, but no stretch of imagination, that's, that's a man-made kind of uh, response uh, to obedience to God. We don't have to do that. What we're talking about is being obedient to His commandments, be obedient to the things that He has told us to do. And, you know, one thing we see in Titus 2, 11 through 12, says, For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all men, and strike us to, the, to, to deny ungodliness and worldly desires, and live sensibly, righteously, and godly in the present age. So, to live obediently. You know, it is so easy when we read this verse here, to uh, to, to deny ungodliness and worldly desires. desires. That, that sometimes is, it can be very difficult task for us to accomplish because it's so easy to follow along with what the world is doing, to desire the things of the world. I mean, you can't help but look uh, at a uh, magazine or something or something on the Internet. I guess magazines are kind of uh, no longer a thing, really, now that we have the Internet, but it uh, shows my age, I guess. You know, like for me, I see a bright, shiny new motorcycle. I'm like, boy, I'd like to have that, you know. Uh, or a, a shiny new pickup truck. Boy, I'd like to have that. You know, it's kind of, you know, I think, well, boy, you know, it's worldly. There's nothing wrong to want that. But I guess my point is, is that that's all you're focused on. And that's all you're zeroed in and, and on is, is to, to have worldly things and how to amass those fortunes. That's where you kind of fall into some bad areas. But I mean, it's one thing to say, yeah, hey, I like to have that and go on. You know, and that's, that's what I do a lot. Well, I like to have that. I don't give another thought. 
but uh, you know, but it's just we need to make sure we're not trying to uh, you know fall into the things of the world, the things of the perversion that hey, anything goes as long as it feels good and as long as your heart tells you to do it, it's okay to pursue it. Kind of attitude and mentality. We know that is wrong. It goes contrary to the things of God, and we have to be very aware of that. Uh, we see also that. Um, John 14, 21 says, He who has my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me. And uh, John 14, 23 says, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And John 14, 24 says, He who does not love me does not keep my words. So the love of Christ motivates us, motivates John, to want to obey him. So that's our deep love for the Savior. And that's one thing you have to, you know, I have people say, Well, I just don't feel anything anymore i don't feel uh like i you know uh, on fire i don't i don't have a you know i don't feel like i did when i first got saved and you know, i think a lot of times it's easy for people to fall into that area of apathy or kind of a rut if you will and that's what i tell people well then you need to go back and realize what what brought you to jesus what got you excited about jesus has your devotions uh, your personal time lord has that waned? are you still doing that are you active in the church? Are you hanging out with other Christian brothers and sisters? Because, see, all that can have a severe impact in your attitude and relationship and how you view your your walk with God. And if you're hanging out with people who are not trying to live for the Lord, that's going to impact it. If you're not spending time in the Word, in your prayer, that's going to impact it. If you're not going to church, that's going to impact it. That's going to have direct effect. But we're not always going to have this this wonderful walking on clouds feeling. You know, anybody who's been married any length of time can tell you that in dating, you may have that euphoric feeling uh, of infatuation. But after a few years, you still love that person, and nothing has changed in regards to your feelings that individual. But not every day is a walk in the clouds. Some days you want to kill each other. Some days you just uh, would rather be in separate places. You still love each other, but you you know you may not have that euphoric feeling that you once had. And you know, and then that may come and go. But see, that's just it with Jesus Christ. It is a relationship. We have that love for him. We have to keep working on it. We have to keep striving for it. We have to keep growing so that we don't become stale in our walk, that we become on fire, that we become excited. And the only way we can do that is being obedient to Christ's commands. Uh, you know, we also see here on that, uh, you know, to have Christ's commandments, you need to be in God's word consistently. Read it over and over until it shapes your worldview. If your worldview is shaped by the world and its media, you will think it's acceptable to have sexual relations outside of marriage as long as you love each other. See, that's my whole point when I'm saying if you are constantly you know, disregarding your Bible and you are constantly watching uh, these, some of these movies, uh, you know, uh, or TV shows and uh, you know, uh, the, uh, it's like, uh, what's that one movie with, uh, oh gosh, uh, what is his name? I was pictured in my mind, uh, his dad played on Seinfeld, um, oh gosh, he's on something about Mary, uh, anyway, he, uh, 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 was in that, uh, movie, The Heartbreak Kid, where he was married, and when, when he got married, and was on his honeymoon, and realized he didn't really feel like he was in love with this woman anymore, met another woman that he's more in love with, and started going and pursuing her, divorced her, this woman because his heart told him to fall. I mean, and I'm thinking, you know, that is just uh, the the what we see in Hollywood. Whatever your heart tells you, disregard your marital vows, disregard the vow between man and God. You just pursue what you want to do, and that's the kind of mentality we have to get out of. But the one way that we can experience that victory over temptation and sin is to memorize God's word, and particularly Psalms one nineteen eleven. Your word I have treasured in my heart that I might not sin against you. So if we have that, and again, verse, Proverbs 12, 18 says, There is one who speaks rashly like the thrust of a sword, but the tongue of the wise.
was brings healing because you memorize that verse, you're able to speak words and heal those wounds. And that's what we have to do all the time. Is to, is that's, how, that's how we combat. That's how we fight back when the devil's attacking us. That's how we stay obedient. If you have uh, that sword, if you have God's word to be able to fight back using the shield uh, of faith, we can push back against those things that want to draw us away from God and want to cause us to do those things that are disobedient. Uh, A.W. Pink uh, said that two things are very true, or I'm sorry, let me do that again. Two things are true of every Christian. Deep down in his heart, there is an intense, steady longing and yearning to please God, to do his will, to walk in full accord with his word. This yearning may be stronger in some than in others, and in each of us it is stronger at some times than at others. Nevertheless, it is in there. But in the second place, no real Christian fully realizes this desire. Every genuine Christian has to say with the Apostle Paul, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after that, I follow after, if that I may lay hold of that for which I am laid hold of by Christ Jesus. And he's quoted that from Philippians 3.12. So we have to make sure that we have God's word in our heart. And we make sure that we understand that we are keeping his commandments. And not in a ritualistic fashion as the Pharisees did and trying to keep the law. But the fact that we're trying to earnestly keep God's commandments. Keep be obedient to him. And that's how we become more intimate with him each and every day. And that's what you need to strive for. That intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. To truly know him. To walk with him. To talk with him. So that we can avoid those pitfalls and snares that come for us each and every day. Because the devil don't play fair. He will use people. He will use circumstances. It can be subtle. He can use social media. He can whatever. It you know, the devil does not play fair. Seeds can be planted uh, that you uh, didn't, didn't think was a big deal, and it also it grows into fruition. And they say, you know, you're going down a wrong path uh, because you are following your desires instead of following the the things of God and being obedient to Him. Being a Christian is the hardest thing you'll ever do. It's a tough walk, boys and girls. You all know that. It's a tough walk, and it's hard to want to do the things of God. And it's so hard to, you know, the the, the, fle the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And so it's so easy to want to go down the path of, and follow what uh, the world is doing. And we have to stay on that narrow path and do what God wants us to do. And it, sometimes, it may, you know, people feel like, so, well, God doesn't want me to have fun. No, God's trying to protect you from those things that, you know, the devil, you know, you can put a little uh, strychnine in, in sugar and, uh, you know, it may taste good, but in the end, it's going to kill you. Uh, you know, you put a little rat poison or something, you might not taste it, but it's going to kill you. That's what the devil offers. It may not seem like a big deal. It may taste sweet, but in the end, it's going to kill you. God is offering you life, and we have to be obedient and do those things that is pleasing to him. I know my kids don't always like my rules. But I'm doing it to protect them. And that's what God's trying to do. He's not trying to steal your fun. He's just trying to protect you. So let's go out this day and let's be obedient. Let's keep him on the forefront. And, you know, and when those uh, temptations arise, quote God's word. And if you can't remember a piece of scripture, just say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There's power in the name of the Lord. And fight back against that. Flee from all sin. Flee from those things that are, uh, are have the appearance of evil. Flee from those things. Run from it. Abhor it and hate it. And let us serve an almighty God today. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Thanks so much for this good word this morning. Lord, help us all to be encouraged and of good cheer. Help us, Lord, to serve you, to be obedient, to give our all to you each and every day. Lord, if there's anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God. Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, please be with all my family and friends who are watching and listening today. 
As you watch over, protect them, keep them safe from whales that are going out and coming in. Be with our kids and spouses are going to school, work, or play. Be a holy edge of protection about them. Keep them safe and well. Help us, Lord, to stay on the narrow path. Help us to be obedient. Help us to serve you and let us be a light to this world of darkness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I hope everybody has a fantabulous day. I hope everybody has a great day. And remember, if you're going to go to Walmart, I would do it before this weekend. It's the last weekend before Thanksgiving. And if you wait till, I, till this weekend to go to the store, may the, the games forever be in your favor. <laughs> Hope everybody has a great day today. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless. <laughs>